Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, how many movies have got classic cars in it? I must admit, Mick, every movie I watch still to this day, I only look I look at the cars. I look at the cars. Why is that? <laughs> no idea, but it's just something that stands out. Because obviously we're car nuts. I love to see the cars in the movie. You know, in some, some movies back when you bought DVDs and didn't download them, I bought specific movies because I had the car in there that I liked. So I bought the movie. Might not have liked the movie. But you like the car. But I like the car in the movie. And not only that, because it's been in the movie, it's got accolades. People want to buy it. Want well, to, you know? I remember with my Maserati 3200 GT, Mick, there was a movie called Underworld. It was about vampires and stuff like that. And it showed the back of the 3200 GT skidding off the Maserati with those hockey the hockey, hockey stick yeah, lights the hockey at the stick. back. So I had to buy that movie. Oh. And I watched that scene I do not know how many times. And the car was in the garage. That's unreal, isn't <laughs> right. it? But, but, you know, you talk about them and it, the classic cars and how many they sold because of it. 100%. And I reckon, not I reckon, I'm pretty sure that car manufacturers obviously pay a fee to have their car shown in, you know. It's no all doubt. Part like Coca-Cola, like the cigarettes. All like, those things, yeah. right? And I think... When you see the modern cars, like I remember iRobot when they had that, the i8, the futuristic BMW electric car that you saw. And then, you know, that was to launch something that was coming out. I like the old movies or the new movies that have got the old cars. Yeah, and that's what we're that's talking what about, like. really. And yeah. we're not, I mean, if you start then talking about TV series, there's no, a multitude. So we won't talk about TV Just movies. Just movies. Let's talk about just movies. All right. You know, one of the most famous, you know, is got to be James Bond. James Bond. Oh, 100%. 100%. And. I think mainly because, I mean, what is it, the DB4? Was it the DB4? Yeah, uh, DB5. DB5 in 1964, it, the Goldfinger or whatever it was. I remember, so when you talk about James Bond, you talk about Aston Martin. Always. Right? But then he's had other cars apart from that. He's, but you always talk about Aston Martin. It's a little bit like the watch. So Fleming, who created the creator of James Bond, wrote the books, always had an Omega on him first and then moved to a Rolex. Right, Rolex Submariner. And that brand became famous because of, of you know, James Bond wore it. But then he went, he's gone back to Omega. Now, so all the new James Bond movies is all the Omega. So like I said, originally, sorry, was the Rolex. Then they moved on to Omega. So, so everyone wants that watch and that's how they brand it. So a little bit like the Aston Martins, they branded with James Bond. If they're good enough for James Bond. They went away from it for a little bit. They did the Lotus and they did the, uh, yep. what it was, the BMWs. BMWs. But they went back to Aston Martin. Always Aston Martin. That Yeah, the, the famous Lotus is the one that swam. Correct. You know, <laughs> really. That's the Lotus Esprit, I think, or I've seen Turbo. You want to buy, what, Lego made a James Bond DB5. Uh, they, there is actually on the internet, if you Google the model of this DB5, it's almost, it, it's not one for, it's like one to four scale, let's just say. But it has all the buttons that does the Ejector missile, injectors, and, and, and it all happens plates. on this little model. Fantastic, right? And that's what you loved about uh, the Aston Martin. And if, I, even if you don't, if you're not a car nut, you still re relate to the DB5. They might not know exactly what it was called, but they still relate to the James Bond Aston Martin. That's the one they really remember. So, actually, in saying that, because it's, you know, James Bond spy movie, growing up, get smart in the little MG. 
Well, it's not only the MG. He had a few. He had the Carmen Gear in one of them. He had the Sunbeam Tiger. Right, but okay. anyway, we're but talking did, did about that's that TV any, series. Did that have any buttons like James yes. Bond? Though? It did, yep. didn't it? That's it what I'm did. saying. So, yeah, I know it's a TV series, but I remember it had all those little buttons that done something different to well, the car. Well, Get Smart used to mimic the TV series or other, like Lead Side. And yeah, yeah, So okay. he did it. That, that was a send-up. But those, those were those very first cars that showed all these other things they could do. Actually, Green Hornet. You saw the Green Hornet movie with that black. No, oh, I, I can't remember that I'll, one. I'll Google it by the end of the show. The black car that done all this different stuff also in the car. You know, fantastic. Great movie too. But certainly the first one we talked about, the DB5, that is a classic. 100%. And it will always go down as, uh, you know. As a James classic, Bond. As James Bond. No, no, James Bond is Aston Martin, full stop. And the other one that you talked about with James Bond is you're looking up that thing. But anyway, I'll talk about it, is the Lotus Esprit. No, we talked about it. I said the one that swam. Yep, the one that swam in The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, but not my favourite shape Lotus. Why not? It looks like the the 308 GT4. I like the 308 GT4, though. So same designer. The same designer, Bertone designed that. And that's in the same era, too, 1976. So that would be the same era car. So that's got the wedge shape. The one I I liked uh, as well is, you know, the American Muscle. Was smoking the bandit, mate. Come on, now that that's Trans-Am. the same year, nineteen seventy-seven or something. Trans Am Pontiac. Tra- I wanted one of those as a kid. So growing up, that was my favourite. Yeah, I think growing up, if I could have a Trans Am, my cousins and I—that's all we wa- we wanted. We had the posters, the and, whole lot, the big eagle on the bonnet, and that's mainly because of the movie. Absolutely. Well, uh, so I'm lucky enough now. My brother-in-law's father's got one in white. In it's white. a white, and I, I, don't, I said, I, so I've sat in it, got it. It's an, it's not an ugly thing. It's an uncomfortable thing to sit in. Well, I don't think it's a very good looking right. car. No, and now as I'm older and I get to see it, and I've actually, you know, walked around. I don't what? know what I found. Why so did I like that? But I think it was, yeah, Burt Reynolds driving it on the highway with the truck. Just loved it. Loved it. And have you driven that one? The I have No, I actually, I've, uh, he has asked me if I'd like to drive it, and I'm going to take him up on you the offer. You should. Because I, I do manual? want to drive it. Is it a manual or automatic? I think it's an automatic. Well, I often related the old muscle cars, in, the, in you know, the American ones particularly, that they needed to be automatic for whatever yeah, reason. Okay. I just thought because they were a straight-line car. I would have thought just, most of these movie cars are. Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, for the ease of filming and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. And a lot of them, they used, uh, you know, a multitude of them in there, not just the one. So they had, you know, because they crashed them and stuff like that. Um, so before you move on to the next one, Mick, that Green Hornet car, which I'm showing you now, is the uh, 37 Lincoln Zephyr. So remember the big boxy thing? And this had oh. this had all this other stuff, like a James Bond car. I, don't, I really don't remember oh, that one. Fantastic. Fantastic looking car. I actually bought the model. To make that to that car, I haven't got around to doing it, but beautiful car. But I don't think I've ever black. seen one on the roads. Or no, anything. no, bl- big black tank looking thing, fantastic. Probably a seven or eight liter engine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, the one uh, that I liked because we talked about hot rods. Yeah, you know, is the nineteen thirty two Ford. So do you reckon Ford Coupe? Do you reckon from American Graffiti? Yeah, American Graffiti. So. Do you think that's why the 32 Ford Coupe is so popular when it comes to hot rods? Well, that's certainly got to be a big player for, you know, as in a reason. 
Because everyone, I want that car. Yeah, that why car. the 32, why the 32? We, we've had them on the show before, but and also say that the 32 looks better. Yeah. But you do get swayed because it's been in a movie. There's no doubt. I think so. And, it's, and, and that's what you... That's what you've seen, and so that's what you think, that's what I want to have. Then I suppose when you become a diehard and you go into the whole hot rod world, that's where you start Might to be away. a different story. But I think – But because it's been in the movie, you always go back to that one. Like, the, for example, going back to the Aston Martin, the DB5, why the DB5 better than the DB4 or DB6? Yeah, exactly right. You no, know, it's so the one from the car. Surely, you know – It's the one from the movie, sorry. That's, yeah. what, that's what I think, uh, and, you know, you get swayed by it. There's, there's no doubt. Look – Back to the future, Mick. Now, that gadgets? DeLorean. That had gadgets. That, that DeLorean? With, yeah, but those doors, the, the doors that opened up, you know, the wing doors, which honestly as a kid you thought that is futuristic, not knowing that the Mercedes-Benz Gullwing was before <laughs> that. It, it yeah, before that's right. That, right. doesn't matter. That's what we knew. Yeah. The other thing is as well, that one there was a cult figure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, however, unfortunately, it wasn't as good as you know it made out to be. It was a bit slower because they changed the engine. That they so were that gonna Delorean ha- have just released a new car. Yes, you can buy a new Delorean. I think. Right. So you know, did someone buy the rights or something? And oh, again, they made it in the US, aren't they? Look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sure. not 100. It was Delorean Motor Company DMC, but but the, Back to the Future. That Delorean, everyone knows about the Absolutely. Delorean. And now there's – and they stainless steel, so probably no rust. So they're That's probably actually, still hanging around. Um, I read an article, and it was recently, because Delorean has actually made a car. I know, I read the article, a new car. But they, show, they showed some barnyard finds of these old Deloreans. And you're right, no rust. No rust, because they were stainless yep. steel. And they're out in these paddocks and stuff like that. You know, you're covered in trees, no rust. Apparently hard to fix them when they sort of dented in that, but they, they've got people that can fix them. So uh, if you're going to find an older car and if it's a DeLorean, you're probably lucky in terms of rust. Now, with Mustang, Mick, you know, relaunching their car, the Ford Mustang, they came out with a car everyone, in honour of an old movie. Everyone knows that. Right. So The 1968 Bullet. Now, that car I loved. The new Mustang in that green, paying homage to the 1968 like. I, I like the gear knob because it's the white ball gear knob, if you saw it with the numbers on there. Uh, it's got the bullet on the fuel tank and it's got a couple of – I love the colour. I've always loved that green, right? But nothing beats that bullet car from 68. Oh, look, I've seen them both side by side at a, at a motor show in Melbourne uh, probably three years ago now, and they had the original bullet and the new bullet. Which one would you take? Well, even the original bullet, it, it's pretty raw, I've got to say. But I would take the original bullet. Yeah, me too. You know, I do like the green, and it was in – both were manual. I think the bullet, the, the new green bullet's yeah, it's manual. Yeah, manuals also, which so, is great. Which I is, like Which that. is a good thing. So they, they've kept it similar. But I think th- those cars are iconic to Mustang. Yeah, that's Mustang. You think of Bullet, you think of... Um, you think of the other one? What is it? Um, Gone in 60 seconds? Gone in 67, Eleanor, Eleanor, right? You think of those iconic Mustangs. They were the Mustangs that I... When you said Mustang, that's Mustang, right? You know, even even when someone says, oh, I just bought a Mustang. Which one buy? is it? Did yeah. you buy Bullet? Yeah. Did you buy... Right? No. Yeah. So... And, you know, the Eleanor, for example, that's been copied that many times. So, remember we spoke to another Mustang enthusiast, our friend Fred... Who said it's not a? There isn't an Eleanor. It is dressed up to be an Eleanor. That's correct. So it's not like it came out of the factory as an Eleanor. No, that was just made for the movie. 
Yeah, correct. Well, I actually thought it was a car that was made and then named Eleanor from the factory. Yeah. So Ford just picked up on that for the later, you know, the later model Ford yep. Mustang and said, well, hang on, we can uh, get we some can mileage this. out of this and uh, and make it a bullet. Now, another another one in a great Australian movie, Mad Max, our next B Falcon, mate. <laughs> that reminded me and of it. One of your favourites. Well, you had an XA or XB? I had, well, XA was mine. 302, John Goss special, as we know. Um, some are arguing it's XB, but this was an XB, This is an XB. So this is, uh, yeah, the Ford Falcon GT. Yep. And did it look tough so, or not? Oh, in that black, mate, mean as. They are mean as. They mean cars and yeah. huge cars. I, I would like to, like I said, I got to sit in one when we went to drive the uh, the Ferrari the, Testarossa. Yes. I got to sit in one again. That one we'd like to get on the show because that was the – Performance that was a three fifty one RPO or something. Correct. The, yeah, still with a four speed Borg Warner gearbox, but still three fifty one. I sat in that one, and did you sit in that one as well? Yeah, yeah. But it, I still feel that that dash is so high. I don't know. It's just awkward. It was for a little guy. I think it's I'd a love bit to drive it again. I can't believe I used to drive that car to uni. I could have been in Mad Max. You could have, you could have been in Mad Max. Uh, then another one that I loved, and I, I love the whole series of movies. You know, or the, the what do they call it? The the trilogy, not the trilogy. The, no, they've made five or six of them. The Fast and the Furious. You're talking about? Yeah, exactly right. What's it called? The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, but what's it called when they make more than three or four or five uh, sequels? The sequels. The sequels. Okay. They've made many sequels. That, yeah. That's not a sequel. Anyway, it's it's called something. No, it's called a sequel when they do the next one to the previous one. It's a sequel movie. Oh, we've been going for a sequel for the last. Yeah, eight there's years. a few sequels. Anyway, <laughs> in that franchise, that's the word I'm looking for. It's the not a franchise. franchise, yeah. The, yes, it's called the Fast and Furious franchise. Is that right? When more than three or four movies come out. Okay. Yeah. They did the Dodge Charger. The Dodge Charger, right? Dodge Dodge Charger, which I bought in a Lego set also because you know you know when these famous. Movie cars become Lego sets, and we'll do another podcast on Lego sets and the famous cars made. But you know they're fa- they're pretty special if Lego is going to invest in it. Mate, it's a great looking car, Mick. It's and it's a decent size car yeah, too. It's a big car. It's a big car. It's a mean door, looking car. And you know we're talking that would have had a, a big block in it. So you're talking heavy duty American muscle. So now we're lining up, Mac, uh, Mad Max in the XB. Or the nineteen sixty eight seventy Dodge chart. What looks better? I'd take the Dodge. Me chart. too. I would too. Yeah, you know right? the the XB. I think it's just uh, you have those know. two. Sort of, they same mirror. Same like mirror. Seventy three. Yeah. Seventy three. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Seventy three. So they're almost the same mirror. Yeah. You take the Dodge Charger every day of the week. Great car. And then and you've then, got well you got you got other Mustangs. Yeah. You got the sixty nine Mustang and John Wick. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't watch that movie much. Great. No, great. The way he throws those Mustangs. Oh, I said, they're iconic cars for these movies. And they suit the characters in the movie also. But it's, that's a Mark One that he drives, a 69 Mustang Mark One. Great cars, right? Great cars. And he's done all the stunts himself in yeah. that movie. And the Americans love the stunts, don't yeah. they? They love smashing cars. No, Keanu uh, Reeves was good. You should watch it, Mick. Oh, I will watch, watch it. it one day. But I like the Blues Brothers. Oh, the okay. Blues Brothers with their Dodge Monaco. Great. Another great car when it goes through the main street. It, yeah, come on, you know. Uh, but and and again, those cars are icons because of the movies. So yeah. you know, you know, I collect a few things and Lego. We've spoken, but I collect car models of these iconic movies. I've got these car models of these movies. So which one were you? Which one have you got? So, no, I've got the Blues Brothers. Oh, one. you have got the Blues Brothers. Yeah. 
great looking car, right? But then one of the – and we've mentioned it a few times, Christine. Christine, yeah, that's the Plymouth. The Plymouth Fury. Fury which, yeah. Now, I always get it confused with the 57 Chev, but it's not. It's not. Because it's yeah. a lot bigger. When you look at the, you know, I don't know how I get it confused because it's a lot bigger, a lot wider than a 57 Chev. But that Plymouth Fury, what a car. Look, it, it is it is a decent car, but it's not my cat type of car. It's, it's sort of just a bit overgrown. You know, they're big cars. I, I don't know, just very bulky. Huge cars. Yeah, huge cars, yeah. Right. Now, my favourite, I've got to say one of my favourite, is has to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That Ferrari, got, yeah. like I said, I don't know how many people have Googled it. What is it? What is it? Is it original? Is it not original? Well, it's not original. So, they didn't use a real one. Well, back then, when you're a kid, you don't know that. Oh, you wouldn't know. That's right. right. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, what it was done in 1985 or something, but it's based on the, the Spider California. But, and, the 250. Uh, the 250 GT Spider now, California. N- 1961, knowing that that car's worth many millions of dollars. Exactly, you won't, you're not going to damage it. So the one for the movie that they did, like you said, the 85 GD Spider California that they rebuilt, did they just do, you, you think, just the shells of them, you know, and some interior just to crash them? Because they wouldn't have just done one. It's like the Dukes of Hazard. They would have done I know we're not talking about one. TV shows, yeah. but that guy, someone told us they used to go through a car a show. Easily. So that many takes on that car, or did they only do one or two? To well, run? with the California Spider in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I mean, they didn't have many stunts. It was just the last one, really. No, when it goes out, like, and how about the one when the mechanic drives, the, or the, guy, the car park attendant drives it out and flies it over the thing, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, geez, you, you wouldn't be doing that. but yeah. yeah, what a car. Hey, but they did a good job in terms of a replica. But you know what? It I, looked all right. It looked fantastic. Yeah. It looked fantastic. But you know what I loved about it? That garage. Oh, yeah, the garage. The garage good, that yeah. it was in overlooking that cliff with those, oh, just gorgeous. Yeah, and I think with a show like that or, you know, with a car like that, I think they would have taken images of a real car and then the stunts only on the – I'm guessing this, I'm, I'm not sure, but, you know, like the gauges internally. Yeah. They wouldn't have done a, a replica car to that detail. So I'm I'm thinking that the they would have imaged – Cut and uh, yeah. cut and uh, That's what I would have thought, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, who knows? But either way, I've watched that movie more, more than once. Yeah, well, how many people say, oh, the Ferrari yeah. and Federer's Everyone yeah. knows, right? Yeah. Everyone knows. No, I agree. The other one that uh, was, who was there, was Tom Cruise, 928 Porsche. Yeah, 928. You know? Yeah, but in risky business. In risky business, yeah. yeah. I said I love that car. Yeah, well, I like that too, that car, because, I mean, it was a little bit different than Porsche than the 911s and also had the 10-kilometre-an-hour bumper bars. Yeah, so but it had it was, the pop-up lights. It had the pop-up lights, yeah. So, the round yeah. pop-up lights. You, know, you do like the pop-up I lights, do. don't you? So that, um, where did we go? The 928 Porsche. And uh, the Ford T-Bird. Ford in, T-Bird in. The Thunderbird in Thelma uh, and Louise. yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, they are driving to their death, Mick, but you're worried about what car they're driving. (laughs) It hasn't got airbags. (laughs) Certainly hasn't got airbags. (laughs) But it's a great, it's an iconic car. The Thunderbird Thunderbird is an iconic American car, right, for Ford, 100%. And for the European market, how about the Alpha? Alpha Duetto? We spoke about this, didn't we? Yeah, we spoke about that in the graduate. You're going to buy one, Mick, or not? No, I think that one. You I was, wanted to be the graduate. Yeah, I wanted to be the graduate, but uh, graduated a long time ago, so I won't worry about that. Yeah, but you always call uh, yourself Dustin. 
But the that alpha that is certainly you know we use the word iconic, but everyone knows the graduate, and even though they don't know the model of that alpha, they they relate to it some some way or form. But you know, it takes you back to a period of time when you see one of those in those movies. It can't help but take you back to nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties Italy. You know, La Dolce Vita. That is just such an iconic car. It is. There was actually there was another Alpha Spider in a great movie with curly hair, Gene Gene Wilder and uh, and Pryor. Oh, Richard uh, Pryor. Richard with, Pryor and Gene Wilder. You know, uh, uh, when one was blind and the other one was deaf. Yeah. Isn't that there was that Alpha Spider in that car, in that movie also that pulls up at the lights and stuff like that. Beautiful car. Beautiful and, car. Uh, and Hear the no other- evil, see no evil. That's the one. That's the one. Well done. The other one is um, there's another one in the rush hour. What was in rush hour uh, with um, what do you call it? Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. The, with uh, the C C three Corvette. C three Corvette. Yeah. So when he changes the radio station, yeah, exactly right. That, yeah. And they are that's the Corvette. I the love C3. the C three. Yeah. I think the C three is the Corvette. That's the Corvette. I do love the C one. The very first one. Yeah, but they reckon. Yeah, right. But the C three is. You know, we're talking about Corvette. That's the Corvette, right? And that's the last of the Stingray. That, I was going to say Stingray. Yeah. yeah, Stingray Corvette. So if we had to, I mean, there's probably many others. Oh, uh, you come know, on. There's probably many others. Greece. You're not going to talk about oh, the current Greece, Greece Lightning. Lightning. I forgot about yeah. Greece Lightning. Yeah. Right. Come on. The Ford Deluxe convertible. Again, that's... I wanted one of those. No, Everyone for, wanted one of those. Not me. I think, again, that's the ones that are a bit bulkier, you know, design clues. I don't know. I think uh, that's not my era, you know, uh, 1948, you know, Ford. Yeah, but I love when they were racing. Oh, no. I like that part. You know, when they're racing up and that... To, what is that? The banking on the... Yeah, that little creek or yeah, whatever it's well, called. It's not, what is know, it? It's it's mad a, Mate Creek. It's Colvert. No. Colvert. What's it called? Colvert. It's a, no, it's where all the water would run yeah, off to. Yeah, that's a culvert, but it doesn't matter. Oh, the culvert. Yeah. Anyway, and they put those big spikes on the inside of their mags yeah. to cut the... That's what the gladiators did with exactly their... Exactly right. That's right. Brilliant. So, I anyway. love stuff like that. So if you had to pick, let's say pick three or four or, or five of the the ones that you'd think are the top movie cars. Uh, Trans Am, Pontiac Trans Am has to be up to, in so, the top three. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have necessarily said that. Smoking the Bandit, come on. Cannonball Sm- Oh, how yeah. about the Lamborghini Contage and Cannonball Run? How about yeah. Cannonball Run full stop well, full with how stop. many they cars? They had a fair few cars there. Right. But when there's too many, you don't you don't pick and look at that yeah. as much. So that's what But for me, it's got to be the the Spider, the California Spider in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. James Bond well, in the sure. Aston Martin DB5. Definitely James Bond in the Aston Martin DB5. Has to be the Lotus Esprit. Even though no, you might, I would do no. the Delorean over the Lotus for top three. You're only going top three. Top three, uh, the Delorean over the Lotus. I don't know the one that went through the water with James Bond. I mean, let's face it, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but a lot of young kids might not know that. If you're not a Bond fan, where well, I think Ferris, uh, oh, the Delorean, Back, back for to sure. the Future with that franchise, Mick. It is a franchise, you reckon? It's called a franchise. Okay, good. That that there, I think, is probably the top three. Then top three. But a close second will be then your Lotus, and rounding out the five then has to be the uh, Trans Am. And we haven't picked one Mustang. Got to be <laughs> maybe Bullet. All right, that's top six now. Okay. Or we're we just going to go through the show again. No, that's, no, no, we won't do that. But anyway, look, and we could have another 
another multitude of cars when you've looked at TV series. But we're going to leave it there. What we like about them, they're all classics. A hundred percent. So uh, you can catch us on the show at mickandorry at gmail.com and, of course, on Instagram and, and YouTube. And remember, if your car's not a classic... It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.